Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show. It is officially the week of the big game, and we have an awesome episode to kick it off. We have Micah Bell, Associate Counselor for the 49ers, flag football enthusiast and 49ers prep coach to talk about how California now has girls flag football as a varsity sport and what the sport has meant to her. And then the host of Up and Adams, the great Kay Adams, joins the show to talk about Smirnoff's cocktail coordinator, aka the greatest job in the world. That person is revealed today, Monday, February 6th, and Kay has come on to talk all about it and to talk about Sunday's game. So with that, let's get to it. All right, guys, I am so excited today to welcome Micah Bell, Associate Counsel for the San Francisco 49ers, 49ers prep coach, and maybe most important at uh, most important of all, flag football enthusiast. Micah, welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show. Thank you so much, Tracy. I am really excited to be here today. Well, let's jump in and talk about the very exciting news we have in California that last week it was voted unanimously flag football, varsity girls flag football is going to be a high school sport. Micah, can you talk about your work around this? And this is just amazing news for the state. Yes, we are all really excited here at the 49ers Um, for the past, you know, several months, almost over a year, we have been working tirelessly to uh, kind of posture ourselves as a resource for all of the schools in the area um, that's interested in pursuing flag football as either a community-based or a varsity sport by providing them coaching clinics. Um, We even have packets that include practice plans. And we've been hosting flag football-specific events all over the Bay Area, uh, specifically with our 49ers prep program. Um, We have our 49ers varsity, which, you know, pay-to-play competitive co-ed flag football league that we host. Um, We have a lot of other jamboree skills type events that we've been hosting just to really get the entire community super excited about having flag football available for these young women um, as a varsity sport, making California, I believe it's the seventh or eighth state to do so. You know, they'll be joining the ranks of states like Florida, Georgia, um, our close, close by neighbor, Nevada, New York, and so many others. And we are just really, really, really excited to join the ranks to potentially be the start of a very long lasting sport for our young women. Basketball is back and bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at bet online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. That is fantastic. And I know you've been playing flag football for a very long time. Can you tell us just kind of what it's meant for you and how it's helped you to be a leader 
during the game and then what you're doing off the field. Oh, 100%. So I've been playing flag football just shy of 10 years. And um, it's something that has had a tremendous impact on my life personally, um, mainly because I've built a community through this sport. Um, I met my husband through flag football. So that was really exciting to have that uh, come into my life that way. And uh, some of my closest friends are from the flag community. And, you know, when my parents passed away, my flag football teammates stepped up in a way that I couldn't have even imagined being better for me um, in that moment. And, you know, with me being an athlete my entire life, I was just so excited that I was given the opportunity to start playing and to try something new. And it's something that has literally ran my life for over 10 years now. And I'm looking forward to transitioning, you know, from player to potentially a coach, um, you know, on the business side of things, just really getting my hands dirty um, in this particular game, because it's something that I truly believe can be experienced by any and everyone, no matter your gender identity, your age, um, you know, whether you've been an athlete or if you're a little less than naturally athletic, um, it's something that I've, I've deemed flag football as being kind of like the great equalizer sport, something that everyone can participate in in order to experience the game of football in a different light. And I love it. Absolutely I love it. I would definitely fall into somewhere a little bit less than an athlete category. <laughs> but when you say it's the great equalizer sport, can you expand a little bit on that? Yeah. So when I say great equalizer, what I say is that no matter your level of uh, football IQ, whether you are a novice or if you've been playing you know, professionally, it's something that everyone can be taught and everyone can play together. When I lived in Chicago, I've actually been on flag football teams with Super Bowl winning players. Mm -hmm. um, I have played against NFL players. I have played with and against, you know, D1 basketball superstars. And, you know, all of these young men and women have played at varying levels of sports. Me, I've only played up, you know, through high school and then did intramurals in college and just kind of pick up games here and there. But being on the field with people who have been playing sports at varying levels above and beyond, you know, high school, we're all on the same field. We're all playing the same game. And it's just something really exciting because there's no other sport out there. There's no other athletic competition that would allow all of us to be on the same field, playing the exact same sport with and against each other. So that's what I mean when I say it's the great equalizer, because it's, ge it's genuinely something that can be um, experienced by everyone, regardless of what your athleticism is or whatever your background is. Did you have a chance to watch any of the pro bowl and its new flag football format? Yes. Um, and I'm not going to lie. It was something that, you know, whenever I watch these things on TV, I get so excited because I'm very passionate about it. And, you know, like I know the rules back and forward and, you know, these guys, they were out there having fun. And it just reminded me of seeing people who do this for a living, kind of getting back to basics and just having fun again with the sport, like business aside, you know, having to meet certain goals for your contracts and different things like that. They really were able to just get back to kind of like that backyard football again. And it was so fun to watch because they themselves seemed like they, they were really enjoying the game. Well, it's funny because George Kittle, after the Dallas game, I believe after the divisional round, 
he was asked about dancing on the field and always looking at the sky cam. And he said, sometimes he does try to keep it light. Of course it's a business, but they are grown men playing a kid's game. And he wants to keep that in perspective and have fun with it. And it did feel like the flag football format really lent itself to that. Exactly. And it was really nice, you know, seeing it in a different format on such a grand stage for others to be able to see kind of what does flag football really entail and to see them smiling and laughing and just really enjoying the game. That was fun to watch. It certainly was. And they did look like they were having a great time. So bagging up a little bit, obviously this vote happened on Friday, which was fantastic. I know the 49ers worked closely with the Rams and the Chargers to make that happen. Can you take us through that process a little bit and how the organization really worked to get this done? Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things that we had in our back pocket were, you know, letters of support from our general manager, John Lynch, um, even having the support of the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, to really reinforce our belief in expanding this game for everyone. And I think it was a pretty easy sell, you know, just across mm-hmm. the board, being able to let others understand, you know, this is an opportunity for all of us to band together to really create something special for young young women, especially in light of the fact that we are all really strong supporters of, you know, women in the sports industry and what better way than to put all of our collective support behind such an awesome moment in history where we're able to create a league and create opportunities with flag football for our young girls. So it was a pretty easy sell, to be honest. So you talked a little bit about how you want to move into coaching and I know you are a 49ers prep coach. Can you give us a little insight into what that looks like for you and kind of what you enjoy most about that? Um, One of the things that I really enjoyed um, by participating in our inaugural uh, Nike girls flag skills jamboree last, uh, last fall was the fact that I got an opportunity to interact with young girls that had never played before, some of whom were soccer players or softball and being able to connect with them as a woman myself you know, just having that connection with them. Because when you think of football, you automatically think male-dominated sport. All the coaches are typically men. Fortunately, we have lots and lots of women that are coming up in the ranks on the coaching side, but obviously there's still work to be done on that on that side. Um, we had Coach Jen Walter, who was one of the first NFL coaches, female coaches um, to ever be in that position. And just having all of us together was really inspiring for so many young girls. Um, we had one young lady, her name is Ellie. She was so pumped after the jamboree concluded because she's just like, I see myself in you all as coaches. I see a woman playing this game that I love so much. I want to be like you. I want to grow my skills. I want to really go far in this game and being in that position to be able to provide that perspective for her and other young girls like her. That's something that I aspire to continue to do. And just, you know, showing these young girls, you can do exactly what I'm doing, but even better. You can go farther because, you know, I'm coming to the end of my playing career, you know, within the next couple of years, these girls are just getting started. So with all of the knowledge and everything that we have here, we're able to pass that along to them. And I am just really looking forward to seeing how much they're going to continue to grow this game, both domestically and internationally. So what first drew you to flag football? Well, to be honest, I was looking for something after college. 
um, something just to, you know, give me a break from the gym, fun, competitive. You know, I was really missing that after college. Mm-hmm. And a, a sorority sister of mine, she had been playing for a few years, just reached out and was like, we need more girls. Do you want to play? And I'm like, well, I haven't played powder puff football since I was in high school. So sure. Why not? Like <laughs> how different could it really be? I know how to throw and catch. So let's see how we do this here. And once I got in, I've been hooked ever since. And did you, did you find right away that you were like, you know what? I could totally do this. Jumped right in, even though you hadn't played in a while. Yes. I had a little reservation in the beginning <laughs> because, you know, I, w- I was told that I was playing with and against, like I told you, uh, D1 athletes and, you know, former and current NFL players that, you know, were coming back and doing different things. And I'm just like, oh my God, I can't compete with these people. Like they're going to kill me. <laughs> but once I had a friend in my ear, teach me a few things, it was kind of uphill from there. So one of the things that I've always found really cool about covering the 49ers is how supportive they are of women in the industry. There are obviously a number of women in high-ranking positions in the organization. So what is it like when you work in an organization like that and you have that kind of support? How does that help elevate you even more? Well, it, for for me, it gives me the confidence that I need to be able to do things like this. Um, I have a natural passion for women in general and, you know, elevating us in all, all areas, all forms. But when you have it in a male dominated field, such as football, it makes it that much better. You know, when I have a chief legal officer, that is a woman that, you know, has been up through the ranks. She's very supportive, having a lot of women leaders in and throughout our organization. It's really inspiring to me because I know that it is possible to be able to get into these rooms, sit at the table, have a seat, and really know that my voice is being heard and valued within my organization. Where do you think, as we are in the sports world, where do you think you see flag football expanding to even further? Because I know you mentioned domestically and internationally in five years, where do you want to see the world of uh, girls flag football? Oh, in five years, we are prepping for um, flag football to be an Olympic sport. Hands oh, down. Amazing. 2028. I see that I've been hearing rumors mm-hmm. and, you know, reading different things saying that, you know, there's a big push to include it in the 28 games uh, here. Actually, in- uh, and not to interrupt you, I had Izel Reese on the podcast last week and mm-hmm. he talked to us a lot about that. And it sounds like it, it sounds like it's something that's really could come to fruition. Oh, it definitely needs to. I mean, when we have young women, um, we had um, Vanita Crouch and Diana Flores uh, yesterday mm-hmm. serving as the uh, offensive coordinators for uh-huh. the Pro Bowl, for the flag football game. You know, these two women, they have competed against each other internationally and they're monsters. They are absolutely incredible. I'm actually looking forward to meeting uh, Vanita in a couple of weeks because she's hosting a tournament for women out here. Oh, cool. So, you know, just seeing them on that stage, there's no other place for flag football to go but on the international stage. Can you tell us where this tournament's going to be just in case any of our listeners are interested? Oh, 100%. So it's going to be in San Jose. Um, if anyone is interested in watching, they can go on Instagram to show you right zone. So that's at S-H-O-W-Y-O-U-R-I-G-H-T-Z-O-N-E. Uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Abdullah who is one of the biggest 
supporters of women in flag football that will be co-hosting this tournament with Miss Bonita Crouch. And if anybody's interested, we get started at 1 p.m. Oh, fantastic. I think that sounds really cool. So before I let you go, I mean, this has been really cool to listen to. And as someone who's obviously built a career around empowering women in sports, in the industry and sports fans, just hearing about all this, it, it gives me goosebumps and it's so incredible. And it's something that when I was a kid, I would have loved to have played flag football. I mean, when I was a very little girl, my dream was to be the quarterback of the 49ers, which was not to be for a variety of reasons, not the least of which was that lack of talent I mentioned earlier. But if I could have played flag football, I, I would have loved it. So I just love so much about what you're doing. And you talked about this earlier and you talked about when your parents passed away, how the community just embraced you and helped you to kind of get through that time. So if you could just talk a little bit about this flag football community a little bit more and expand upon really what it's meant to you before I let you go. Yeah. I mean, for me, like I said, I've met some of my closest fan, fan, um, friends who are now my family, uh, through the flag football community. When we first moved here to California, uh, when I first got the job for the 49ers, we were just like, Oh my God, we only have one family member here that lives like very far away. We don't know anyone. We want to get involved, but where do we start? And immediately we just went on Instagram and Facebook and found flag football in San Jose, flag football in the, in the Bay area. And once we told them, you know, we were passionate about playing, we wanted to do that. They just opened up their arms and were just like, come to this place this time, come check us out, join a league. We have this tournament coming up all of the things, you know, people check in on us. We have gained so many new friends and, uh, you know, that community is just so strong. Like they've been very, very, very supportive of everything that we've been doing. Um, and I even look at it from a perspective of when we, you know, had the unfortunate news of uh, a young lady, Ashari, who recently passed away during a game, um, you know, that sent shockwaves throughout the entire community and all of the chats that I was a part of were just blowing up, talking about, you know, how can we help? Is there anything that we can like send to our parents, our team, you know, are, are there any GoFundMes? Like, what do we need to do in order to support her family and just really keep her name relevant and on the tongues of everyone? So that's one of the things Or when I say community is strong within the flag football world. Um, you know, like we've really made it a point to continue to play in Ashari's honor and, you know, as women continue to support each other and just keep her name relevant through our love of the game and just make sure that we continue to stay strong for one another, especially in these type of moments. So that is what I mean by it. we've built a community and that flag football community is really, really strong, regardless of geographic location, gender, age, whatever, like it runs deep. <laughs> the love for one another just truly, truly, truly runs deep and keeps us so tightly connected. Do you have a website that people can take a look at if there's more information they want to get just on the initiative or flag football just throughout the country? Yeah. I mean, there's so many, to be honest. Um, Instagram is probably the fastest way to learn about the different opportunities for flag football. Obviously, 49ers.com, um, our foundational website, check that out. We're constantly updating that uh, with different information for people to get involved and just really participate in that front as well. Fantastic. Micah, thank you for your time today. This is 
been awesome and congratulations on the initiative. It's just such a great thing for the state of California and just incredible all of the work you're doing. So thank you for sharing it with us today. Thank you so much, Tracy. I am so excited about this and continue the work that you're doing as well. Thank you very much. All right, Kay, I am so excited to talk about this cocktail coordinator position, which is quite literally the best job ever. So can you start by telling us what exactly a cocktail coordinator is? Well, it's the first ever Smirnoff cocktail coordinator. And what we were looking for was one person that encompasses game day vibes, hospitality, football knowledge, football fanaticism, and of course, knowledge of Smirnoff, the products, and somebody that can make you and whip up a great cocktail. So many entered, only one was crowned. So Smirnoff is revealing the first ever cocktail coordinator Monday, February 6th on their Instagram. So give Smirnoff a follow and you'll see me there. I was at the competition. Um, It was a skills competition There were three finalists. They're all so compelling and all so deserving. So check out their stories and how they did. Uh, We put them through a bit of a gauntlet down there in Dallas, but it was really fun. But over at Smirnoff uh, on Instagram, there's also insane recipes for some of these drinks. Um, And so there's offers. You're going to a Super Bowl party. You want to ride home. The winning market of the person who is the cocktail coordinator, uh, they're eligible for $25 ride share rides home. So you can drink responsibly. And I love Smirnoff for that, Tracy. I love that too. Nice shout out to Smirnoff for being responsible and providing delicious Smirnoff cocktail recipes. So Kate, do you have a backstory with Smirnoff? Do you have a favorite Smirnoff cocktail that you like to make? Well, I bartended for a really long time. I have a Polish background, so vodka was very prevalent in my household growing up. You know, uh, And I would say the one that I'm obsessed with right now is just the Cosmo Catch because it's something that Vernon Davis put together. It's quick, it's easy, it's refreshing. A little cranberry juice, a little orange juice, and Smirnoff on ice. Perfect drink. If you're a Chiefs fan, it's a little red. If you're mm-hmm. not, there's other options uh, over at the Smirnoff Instagram for you. There's a great drink called the Undefeated that is green. If you're an Eagles fan and want to get that rooting on. But uh, I mean, Smirnoff is a staple, right? It's a it's a, a, a wonderful quality brand. Uh, and I've been really excited about partnering with them because they encompass all those same things. They want to have fun. They want to be entertaining. They want to be high quality. They love football in the NFL. And they're doing some really cool things uh, with the NFL coming up as well. Well, my listeners are going to love everything you just said because you brought up Vernon Davis. So when you can bring up a former 49er and ah. Smirnoff, The listeners of the Tracy Sandler show are going to be really excited about that. So that is fantastic. What has been the most fun part for you as you've just been watching everybody on Instagram and coming up with the ideas? Like what has just been kind of the most fun part to see? How excited these finalists were. I mean, let me tell you, you get to be named the cocktail coordinator and then you get a PJ, Tracy, like amazing, a private jet to the Super Bowl. What are we talking about here? With a couple of your friends, they're going to, the winner is going to hit radio row um, and then have some obligations throughout the year. And the sky's the limit when it comes to this. So I think the most fun part for me is I flew into Dallas uh, to host this thing and you meet these three people who, you, you're happy for all of them. They all have motivations uh, that I think everybody should go over to Instagram and check out and backstories from when they were little and what it was like to host you know, football games with their parents or whatever that story might be that's driving them. Um, and it's just beautiful to watch the passion of a football fan and someone who loves to entertain and take care of people. Because sometimes when you do our job, 
you're covering a million things from this rooftop Mm -hmm. and checking out these storylines. And what really matters is celebrating the game with your friends and family, entertaining, whipping up a Smirnoff cocktail and, and creating memories. It's really true. So let's talk a little bit about the game and a little bit of football. This should be a really good one. We have two like incredibly exciting quarterbacks. We have such fun teams. What are you most excited to as you're sn- sipping your Smirnoff cocktail on game day? Kind of what matchup are you most excited about? Well, first of all, well, you know, let's let's cheers to the Bengals and the Niners. Because Absolutely. You, I love the Bengals. You love the Niners. Wish it could have been them. But, I know. But it was a brilliant matchup either way. Um, so I'm looking at, you know, the injuries, of course, you've got Jalen Hurts shoulder. That's huge. You've got, mm-hmm. you know, Patrick Mahomes ankle, which mm-hmm. didn't seem to be that big of a deal. up against no. the Cause he no. got just four out of five of his receivers banged up limping around back there, barely touched by this Bengals D line. Um, so, you know, you're looking at your Chris Jones, your Hassan Reddick, two guys that should be in the running for defensive player of the year. Hassan Reddick didn't even get a nomination for that or any love. So he's got something to prove. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, between the quarterbacks and that and, and, and making plays, the offensive line with the Eagles, can, are they going to run all over the Chiefs? Is Bags going to dial something up and stop this vicious run with Miles Sanders and these holes that Lane Johnson's creating? Though he's banged up. I don't know how you do what he's doing with a groin injury that, like he has. So um, lots of storylines. Who wants it more? Andy Reid going back against the Eagles. He's downplaying that though, Tracy. He's saying, it's fine. It's just the Eagles. Like he wants a little something extra when he's eating that cheeseburger after raising the Lombardi. You know it. Absolutely. And of course, the brothers, Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey, which is so fun. And I remember back, you know, when the Niners played the Ravens, you had the brothers coaching against each other, but the brothers playing against each other. And honestly, for me, it's all about Donna Kelsey. I kind of am going to be with her on this. I just hope everybody has fun because how do you root? Who do you pick? You don't pick anyone. And that's the beauty of it. I mean, Travis Kelsey stood at the podium. He had not even talked to Jason after the conference championship game, but he just goes, Donna wins. It doesn't matter. Donna's a winner regardless. So those two have so much respect for each other, so much respect for each other's teams as well. Um, Their new podcast is amazing, but shout out to Donna, shout out to Ed Kelsey as well. Uh, And I hope we get to see them featured and I'm sure we will. So yeah, the Kelsey Bowl is about the coolest thing in the world. And remember that, I remember that Harbaugh Super Bowl. That's the Beyonce blackout yes. situation yes, down in New Orleans. That was my first Super Bowl. And that was insane. Yeah, that's true. And everything changed. I remember people kept messaging me and saying, Tracy, did you unplug the lights at the stadium to try to get <laughs> things going for the 49ers? I can't take credit for it, but it, it would have been a smart idea. Well, I think we're going to all be winners on Super Bowl Sunday because we're going to have a Smirnoff cocktail coordinator, delicious Smirnoff cocktails, a great game and all of the things. Kay, thank you for joining me to tell me all about it. I'm super excited. Tracy, hope I get to see, are you going? Do you get to go? I do, I will be there. I would love to see you hit me up and maybe we can do a little Smirnoff collab. I didn't get to hear about your cocktails or what you like, so we'll oh. have to add links there. But yes, at Smirnoff on Instagram okay. and uh, so we can drive everybody. All right, fantastic. I will hit you up for sure. All right, guys, talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.